For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Podcast Help Desk, number 50, for May 26, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Mike and of course, you're listening to Podcast Help Desk number 50. Yay, halfway to the century mark. Uh, no uh, no big celebration, just uh, just noting the passage of of the uh, episodes. And uh, well, we made it to 50. So hopefully uh, by mid uh, next year, we'll uh, be to 100. And uh, that certainly is the plan. Just a couple of news items to start things out here. Uh, Midroll, a company that uh, sells advertising for uh, larger podcasts. Uh, I think their minimum is like 5,000 downloads or whatever. So if you've got a, a medium to large size podcast that has uh, 5,000 downloads, you might check them out. It's a, a pretty slick service. But they got an article over there. Uh, their advertisers gave seven reasons why podcast ads are effective. And... You know, it's just kind of neat. They've got clips, uh, or not clips, but uh, quotes from their advertisers. Uh, somebody from Smile Software said, uh, we have positive ROI from our podcast sponsorships. Well, it's not a great quote, but it's pretty cool. Uh, ROI is return on investment. You know, we don't normally talk about uh, podcast monetization too much here, but uh, it was just kind of kind of neat. So you might uh, check out that article. Of course, links in the show notes. And let's see, what seems to be the big new shiny object this week is uh, Spotify is to uh, add video, podcast, and radio streaming services. Spotify, of course, is the uh, online music streaming service that I don't know if they're the biggest, but they're probably close to the biggest. I don't know if uh, if anybody else is bigger just yet. Of course, uh, Apple's thing is uh, getting pretty big, and uh, with the addition of Beats, I don't know what they're going to come up with, but it's uh, kind of a big deal in the podcast world. Uh, so far, uh, only really one way to get on is to uh, be picked, to be on it, but uh, I think uh, once they get all the bugs worked out over there, that uh, more and more shows will, will be on it. The uh, thing that I don't understand is they're adding video. Why would anybody want video on a streaming music service? Uh, I think 
Uh, YouTube might have that covered, but hey, that's just me. Okay, I've got a lot of questions about episode artwork and other things in your feed and how iTunes, mostly that's what everybody asks about, but also Stitchers and the, Stitcher and the podcast app, Downcast and TuneIn and all them, you know, what artwork do they use and what uh, other tags do they use? And the standard answer is, you know, you just don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, Apple uses the iTunes image and and Downcast, I think, uses either the iTunes image or the RSS2 image. So you got to have something in both of those. Of course, if you use PowerPress, like I suggest, you've got settings for the, both of those pieces of artwork. And then some of them use part of the ID3 tags, which is what's inside the MP3, what's embedded inside the... Uh, mp3 file and but not all of them do it the same way in fact none of them do it the same way and in fact even screwier itunes for the desktop and the ios podcast app do it differently so you know there's no surefire way of getting your listings on all these different services to look exactly the way you want them to you can do pretty good but your best bet is is to you know put whatever you want to show up as the episode description in your uh, post, you know the post text, uh, and that's the surefire way. All of them use that in some way or another. But think of your RSS feed as a transmitter for your radio station. So if you had a radio station, you've got a transmitter, and you've got you know a physical piece of electronic machinery that you know takes up a room and you got a, a big tall antenna tower and and all the gizmos to to make your programming go to that transmitter and then be transmitted out well that's exactly what your rss feed is your rss feed is your transmitter the actual feed address would be the actual signal that comes out of your transmitter and all the settings that you do in PowerPress and the iTunes and feeds section or however you do your RSS feed, if you handwrite it, whatever. But all those tags are like the, you know, the signal processing and all the stuff that would go into a radio transmitter. So just think of, of that. So if you're transmitting on FM and you've got, uh, you know, hi-fi stereo uh, signal going out, there's no guarantee on the other end that your listeners are going to hear it in hi-fi stereo. You know, they might have one of those uh, $10 pocket, uh, plastic pocket radios uh, with a little two-inch speaker in it. Well, they're not going to hear your hi-fi stereo. They're going to hear what their radio is capable of. Well, it's the same thing with podcatchers and and devices and and all that. You know, they don't use all the fancy stuff that you put in your RSS feed. They they use what parts they want to use for their listings and for their, you know, for everything. So, you know, there's really no one answer. You know, the best bet, in, like I said, in my case is you put what you want your title to be in the title because that's what the title will be. You put what you want as your episode description 
in your uh, post, and that's what it'll be. If you don't give some, you know, you don't give them a choice, then they have to take that. As far as the image, you put the image in, uh, in the three possible tags that uh, you have. You got your RSS two image, you got your iTunes image, and you know there's also a, a basic feed image. But I forget how that's tagged. But needless to say, there's you know there's three places in the uh, PowerPress settings in your artwork tab to uh, have your image. So just Put your image there. Well, the third place, of course, your ID3 tags. Put your image in all three places. And, you know, just be happy that they're listing you because there's really not a uh, surefire way to control, you know, what they do with your feed. Okay, so here, here's my little mini rant section uh, this time. It's not really that big a rant, but I really wish I could find out who is it that is recommending FeedBurner still. Jeez. It's it just today I had a rash of three different clients that were using FeedBurner. Of course, they weren't clients when they made that decision, but now they're clients because they have problems. So what I've done is I did a little research trying to figure out well, where are they getting this? And I'm going to call a couple people out. I'm actually going to call one person out, but uh, in, in that in a mean way, just, dude, stop it. But uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, 99.9% of his recommendations are good. But that one... Still recommends feed burner. <laughs> Stop it. And I'm sure there's others that uh, have learned from Cliff that now recommend that. Uh, I'm not going to pay to uh, take uh, Michael Hyatt's Learn to Podcast class, but I'm, I'm going to guess he probably still recommends feed burner. But uh, other heavy hitters that are recently on the scene uh, teaching podcasting is uh, Pat Flynn and uh, John Lee Dumas. And I fully expected to find them recommending FeedBurner, and they're not. And I was very happy. So kudos. Kudos to them. Pat Flynn no longer recommends FeedBurner. I don't know whether he actually ever did. So uh, Pat Flynn, uh, hats off to you. Awesome. Uh, he's, he recommends specifically not to use FeedBurner. He recommends to use the uh, PowerPress uh, default feed as I do, and John Lee Dumas. I never really listened to him, but uh, I did listen through his podcasting course a while back, and I didn't remember anything about feed burner. He had a couple other recommendations that I wasn't super enthused about, but uh, no, nothing that would lead you wrong. But he, he recommends using the Libsyn feed, so if you're on Libsyn, Libsyn's feed is good. And the nice thing about Lipson, and yes, yeah, I am a, a blueberry guy, but uh, the nice thing about Lipson is they do let you move. So even though the feed doesn't have your domain name in it, you can't really go wrong. I mean, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's you know not what I recommend, but I'm not going to fault him for that. But 
Cliff, dude, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Feed burner is not the way to podcast. It, it's a way to podcast. I mean, if you have no other choice, if you, you know, you're on a, you know, a tight, 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 tight budget and you've got to use a, a, a cheap or free podcast hosting solution that has a RSS feed. Yeah, by all means, use FeedBurner. At least you can change later with FeedBurner. But if you've got a perfectly good feed, you know, like the one that comes off of PowerPress, it's a perfectly good feed. It'll, it'll work you know, regardless of what somebody might say about uh, WordPress feeds who shall remain nameless. Your WordPress feed, once it's all working right, which doesn't take that much work, is perfectly fine. To take that feed and run it through FeedBurner, yes, it will work. But there's a whole other layer of delay. There's a whole other layer of, of uh, you know, possible things that can go wrong. I mean, you know, as I've said a hundred times before, Google hates RSS. So, you know, they got this RSS service, FeedBurner. And, you know, why why would uh, they be motivated to keep it going? They keep it going. They do keep it going because there's, you know, a, a, literally a ton of people using it for both podcasting and blogging. And, you know, so they do keep it going, but they don't innovate. They don't. You know, it hasn't had a major uh, upgrade, you know, even to the newest iTunes specs in several years. And, you know, iTunes being the 800-pound gorilla in the space, you got to have those tags in there or at least make them available. So, anyway, as you know, beating the dead horse, I don't recommend FeedBurner. John Lee Dumas doesn't recommend FeedBurner. Pat Flynn doesn't recommend FeedBurner. Daniel J. Lewis does not. Uh, uh, Dave Jackson doesn't. Of course, Todd Cochran doesn't. Uh, Rob Greenlee doesn't. Nobody except Cliff and maybe some of his students recommend FeedBurner. So anyway, uh, didn't mean to call him. Like I said, no, no mean spirit involved there. Uh, Cliff, uh, you know, you could be wrong and still be a good guy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, just have to get that off my chest. So next on the agenda tonight is uh, the pros and cons of joining a podcast network. And when I say a network, what I mean is an independent network. You know, I'm not talking about Blueberry as a network. Blueberry isn't really a network. Blueberry is a a podcast community. Uh, of course, we do all the hosting services and, and other podcast services, but the directory part of Blueberry is really just a directory. It's not really a network, although we do have some network branding and, and all that if you want to partake in that. But Blueberry basically is is a directory. So that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, a network that I belong to, a Tech Podcast Network. A tech Podcast Network is a network. And, you know, the, the network is selective about who 
and what shows get on the network. And, you know, the, the idea behind the network is, you know, collaborating uh, podcasts together that are tech related. That's not exactly what I'm talking about either. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Uh, the type of networks I'm talking about are more independent networks. Uh, Daniel J. Lewis over at uh, the Audacity to Podcast also has a network called the Noodle Mix Network, uh, noodle.mx. And that's the kind of network I'm talking about, uh, an independent network of, of a few shows, uh, you know, 8, 10, 12, 15, I don't know, depends on the network. But there's a, a few of those networks around, probably quite a bit more than I'm aware of. But that's what I'm talking about when I say a podcast network. And uh, I just wanted to go over the uh, pros and cons of joining a podcast network. Of course, you know, you're more than welcome to remain independent and do everything independently. Uh, You know, I do that with uh, a couple of my shows and everything is completely independent. And it works great. And but there's, you know, something lonely about it, too, at a time. You know, like a lot of uh, podcast networks are, are based around a, a common theme, per se. You know, like, uh, I'm trying to think, like the ProMed Network. ProMed Network is uh, professional med- or medical professionals that have shows, you know, like nursing and EMTs and doctors and and uh, I guess hospital administrator. I haven't been over there in a while, and I'm not a medical professional, but uh, I know the ProMed network is a network based on you know being uh, you know medical professionals and shows about that. And then there's uh, you know the Travelcast network, and uh, it's all podcasts about travel. And then there's some more general purpose ones. Uh, you know, rather than a theme based around a genre. They have, you know, a, a group of shows of, of many different genres, but with maybe a common uh, style or a common theme, but not a niche. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but that's the kind of network I'm talking about. And uh, some of the pros I've come up with, and I'm sure there are more, uh, you know, a group of podcasters coming together for a common p- cause. So you get, you know... 8, 10, 12, 15 shows, whatever, together, and, uh, you know, they can cross-promote and, you know, collaborate on stuff, you know, like somebody that does a podcast about uh, underwater basket weaving, like I always like to talk about, might have something in common with a knitting podcast. And if they're both on the same network, you know, you could uh, collaborate on some idea or, you know, tech podcast network, you know, if... If uh, the newest, latest gizmo isn't working for somebody and they get a hold of somebody on the network that's an expert in that gizmo, maybe they can make it work. And, uh, you know, and and same thing with guest opportunities. You know, you could uh, have a guest on your underwater basket weaving show that that specializes in underwater crochet. (laughs) You know, similar theme, different subject. I don't know. I guess I'm just talking kind of weird, but... Needless to say, that you know it's 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 really nice to have just a group of podcasters kind of coming together for a common cause, uh, be that make money or just camaraderie, or you know grouping together shows of similar vein, uh, 
of course I mentioned the cross promotion opportunity, you know, that's, that's a great thing. You know, if you've got to say you've got a network of 10 shows and you got one that's extremely popular and then you've got uh, the rest of them that aren't quite as popular, but there may be some cross promotion opportunity there. There may be listeners of one show that might want to listen to the other show. You know, there's people that get to be a fan of, of one or two shows on the network. will check out the, the other shows on the network. So, you know, that's a, it's just a, a way of, of cross promotion. And I keep saying that over and over again, don't I? And the next one I come up with was, you know, it's a group of content creators to bounce ideas off. And we talked about that uh, last week in my, you know, about the, or last week, two weeks ago. Sorry about missing a week. Uh, about the uh, mastermind thing. Uh, you know, that's another way to get into a, a mastermind sort of situation, although I'm not fond of that term. But that's, you know, a network group. Uh, so you, you've got other content creators to bounce ideas off. So, you know, say the guy that does the underwater basket weaving show, and he's got another show on the network that specializes in WordPress, and he's having problems with his WordPress, well, he's got a, you know, somebody built in there that uh, you know, might be able to help him out. Uh, distribution opportunities. Uh, a lot of networks have, you know, special deals uh, for distribution. Uh, I know Tech Podcasts has their uh, own section in iTunes. Uh, they, uh, you know, of course, the, their network site itself is, is a distribution platform, and they also also uh, distribute on set-top boxes through a uh, Tech Podcast app. And if you got a Roku or a Boxy or uh, any of those set-top box, Samsung Smart TV, uh, I think pretty much most of them, you can uh, download the Tech Podcast app and uh, hear this show there. And that's, you know, another reason. It's also another point of presence. Uh, you know, a lot of video podcasters also post to uh, YouTube and even some audio podcasters. Or, uh, you know, the, the big hoopla about SoundCloud. Well, SoundCloud, as I mentioned, I don't recommend that as a primary source to host your podcast, but it is a really cool secondary source. You know, it's kind of the YouTube of audio. So, uh, you know, being part of a network, of course, you got a network website. You know, some networks you uh, actually run your show through the network website, and uh, some of the some of the networks you run it through your own. Uh, but you've got that second point of presence. You got to make sure you don't duplicate content too much, but you know, the text com content, because you, you don't want Google to find both. But, uh, you know, it's another point of presen presence. Um, another thing about networks, possible ad deals. Uh, you know, the network can group their shows together and say, you know, hey, we'll, uh, we'll run your ad on all 12 of our shows or in, podcast, or in Tech Podcast Network. You know, I think there's, what, 100 shows or something like that. And, uh, you know... Periodically, we get uh, ad deals uh, given to us, uh, not given to us, but uh, offered to us to uh, run on our shows. I haven't done any on Podcast Help Desk yet, but uh, that could be coming at some point. But I'll make sure it's always relevant and, and all that. Now, here's a big one for me, an accountability partner. Okay, you know, it's like, when when uh, you quit smoking, you know I've I've quit smoking a while back, but 
when you quit smoking, it's a whole lot better to have an accountability partner, uh, somebody that also quit smoking, and you're doing it together, and you both check on each other and encourage each other and razz each other if you fall off the wagon. Well, with a network, a small, especially a smaller network, you got accountability. You got somebody that uh, say, "Hey, you're scheduled to have your show out on Tuesday evening. You know where is it? You know." And, you know, a couple times like that, it's going to motivate you to keep on your schedule. Now, don't let that push you to the point where, you know, you're going to put out crappy content just to get a show out. No, 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 don't do that. Uh, you know, just, you know, cry uncle and say, I need a break this week. And, uh, you know, usually all is forgiven, but just don't let that happen a lot. But it is kind of a, an accountability thing. And... In certain cases, website hosting and and the website itself uh, and the uh, media hosting can be provided by the network. There's some networks out there where uh, they do everything. They make the website for you. They they uh, host the content, host the website, all that. All you got to do is show up, record your episode, and submit it, and you're done. So that's kind of some of the pros I've come up with. I'm sure there's more. Please uh, feel free to add to that, uh, podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or podcasthelpdesk.com. Of course, you can go to the, the the website there and leave a voice comment or just record it and email it. That's actually uh, the best way. And some of the cons, and uh, you know, it's really not a ton, uh, but Here's possible problems. Uh, creative control, you know, the rules. You know, uh, part of the pot, uh, tech podcast network, one of the rules is they got to be uh, work safe and family safe shows. So, you know, if you want to drop an F bomb in your show, uh, you do that too many times, the tech podcast network is going to say, uh, you know, you're not really what we're wanting here and uh, see ya. So, you know, if you don't want to live within those kind of rules, then maybe a network isn't your thing. Or you find one that uh, has rules that are compatible with you. So, and another thing that can happen is personality conflicts. Uh, you know, like if we had the uh, Podcasters About Podcasting Network, which uh, we don't, but if we did, uh, you know, there might be a lot of fighting about uh, iOS versus Android or or uh, feed burner or no feed burner, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, you're going to have differences of opinion and you may have personality conflicts and, you know, some arguments there. Not that that happens a lot. And depending on how the network's set up, it, it's not a problem. But, you know, just think about that before you uh, get into a deal with somebody that you uh, are not sure about uh, another one is uh, advertising deals. Uh, and I said that was a possible good thing. Well, it's also a possible bad thing. Because whenever money starts getting involved, you get the personality conflicts or, you know, somebody feels like they're being slighted or, you know, and, and in the podcasting world, sometimes the ad deals don't really generate enough money for one entity. Uh, you know, then when you got to split it and split it and split it, it's... You know, it's no good for anybody. So, you know, that's another possible con. But uh, like I said, if you got more, uh, I'd really be interested in uh, keeping the the conversation rolling. I held so dear. 
disappeared without a trace. And I got Steve on the Skype line from uh, formerly of Netcast Studio, now of the Modern Life Podcast Network. Is that the official name? Well, hey, Mike, uh, you got it? I thought so. I better get used to it, right? Well, I think you might, and uh, I think we're going to be discussing why. Yeah. Uh, well, I've decided that I am going to join a network, and Steve and uh, Dave and, and the others over there at the new Modern Life Podcasting Network uh, invited me to uh, join them. So Podcast Help Desk will now originate from there. I'm really looking forward to it, Mike. Uh, you know, there's been um, an area that we really don't cover, and that's actually podcasting itself. And it was also one of the reasons behind our rebranding is that we wanted to be more in tune of what we actually do and produce here at the network. So uh, Dave convinced me to do a rebranding, and we just finished here oh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, a couple minor bugs, but all, all in all, it's going pretty good. So we're certainly more than welcome to have you on the network, Mike. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, as I discussed earlier in the show, you know, the pros and cons. You know, one of the pros is, is it's more fun. It's you know, it's, you've got people to collaborate with, uh, whether they're on your show or not. You know, you've just got you've got that support system, and and in my case, I need an accountability system. <laughs> So if I don't put out an episode, uh, somebody over there is going to complain, I'll bet. Yeah, I think you might get an email uh, once a week if you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the plan. And, you know, you know me, I skip a show from here here and there. You know, this is episode 50. So, uh, and it was supposed to happen last week, but uh, things got in the way. But we're going to try to limit the things that get in the way. From here on out. Yeah, that's an advantage. And certainly, Mike, as you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, uh, taking a break. But, uh, you know, people really become accustomed to your content and are looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to provide it to them. But when you're talking about the network, you're right, because we have a a great collaboration with all the co-hosts on the network. And a lot of times we'll bounce off ideas off people and – you know, I, I did the solo thing for a long time, and to be honest with you, I didn't like it. I felt like I was just in a closet by myself, and I really didn't care for it. Yeah, it's kind of the the stereotypical podcaster, uh, you know, in the basement, you know, talking into a microphone, and uh, whether anybody's listening or not, it just... That's right. You know, you get that. And I had that, too. You know, I've I've done podcasting now for over 10 years, but I've had lots of shows come and go, and... I still do my original Mike Dell's World podcast. That one's uh, staying put and staying independent. Uh, just just because I don't do it enough to <laughs> worry about getting it on a network or <laughs> or anything like that. And you know, it's it's kind of fun. Uh, just being in a in a group. You know, we we kind of have that with the Tech Podcast Network, which uh, mm-hmm. we're both part of with our, our shows. And but this is a, a little more structured than uh, say TPN might be. Yeah, certainly, maybe not in the show distribution wise, but in terms of uh, collaboration and vision, there's certainly a, a big difference there. And it's not that we're out trying to you know kick the world down, but uh, if you're looking for 
information, we've got a single point where you can go to and find um, many numerous listings of, of various topics that we discuss on the on the network. Uh, you know, Mike from uh, sports and technology to women's issues and music history, and now podcasting. Yeah, well, you know, you got to have a podcast about podcasting. It's all the new rage, you know. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's doing it. <laughs> but uh, what other shows are on the network? I, of course, I know uh, uh, your your show, uh, Waves of Tech, with uh, Dave, your son. Yeah, we have uh, Waves of Tech, uh, which you're right. I'm doing it with my son Dave, and we do that. Uh, weekly or sometimes twice a week. It kind of depends how much content is coming out. But it's actually about technology and how it influences and impacts your life. And that show was a podcast finalist the last uh, two years now. Uh, We have the Busy Ladies, uh, which is actually a show produced by my wife, my daughter-in-law, and Dave's girlfriend. And they talk a a lot of topics about uh, women, uh, whether it's – cooking or relationships or whatever the case may be yeah, the busy need, ladies we, we need more women in podcasting it's uh it, it's getting better but uh you know we need more we do and this show has been around for a couple of years now and it really took a real swift kick on my part to really get them to take the show and go uh, beyond the initial expectations but now it is uh it is a very large so matter of fact just on TuneIn Radio, they have 3,000 followers. Nice, nice. I haven't got much traction on TuneIn just yet, so uh, maybe that will change. Help. We're going to help that, Mike. <laughs> Very good. And then we also have Flash Past, which is um, it's an interesting show. Uh, this is the only show that recently went to Explicit, um, and I did that not because it's vulgar or nasty, but there are once in a while a few choice words uh, to make various kinds of points. But the show is, is really about taking things uh, that have happened in the past and in history and then bringing them up to today's date and talking about those um, same kind of material or issues in, in today's light. Then we have uh, the Tech of Sports, which is uh, nationally known sports writer Rick Limpert. And he talks about sports and technology integration. He always has uh, guests every week. Uh, whether it's a, a new golf gadget or whatever the case may be, it's a very interesting show when you talk about that integration of tech and sports. Uh, we also have Riff Raff, and Riff Raff is a music show where they, uh, they periodically have guests and they talk about uh, various kinds of music from punk, indie, country, you name it. Then we have uh, Conversation Corner, which is a end-of-the-week show that Rick and I do, which – to be honest, we were just kind of a BS show. We just kind of talk what's ever on our minds. Um, this past week, we had an executive on from uh, Stumble Along or Stumble Upon, excuse me, and had a real great show. Um, and then lastly, uh, I have a local show like you just started. I have one called Attach Me Mountain Voice, which is a show about the local community I live in. Oh, very good. And uh, yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet, but I, I need to because. Uh, Starting the Traverse City podcast, uh, it was going to start it last week, and uh, and just uh, the, like I said, the stars aligned, and I didn't have any time to do any of it. But I got you on speed dial now, so I'll I'll notify you when it's time to be live. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Yeah, that's going to be a new thing too. Uh, not uh, 
not used to doing live. I, I do live to the hard drive from time to time. So uh, just and that's certainly an option that every co-host has. Oh yeah, but uh, you know, going live is not a problem uh, tonight. It's my normal workflow, but uh, starting next week, uh, we're going to go live to the hard drive or live. Period. We'll see. We we haven't worked all the bugs out yet. Most of this, most of the uh, the arrangements happened today, so <laughs> this is all new. <laughs> They did, and we've been working feverishly all day, Mike, to get everything uh, moved and transcoded and looking good and make sure everything works. So, because we certainly don't want any uh, listeners to be able to not be able to get the episodes. Right, and, and things will get all updated, uh, you know, over the next couple of days. Uh, you, you shouldn't have to do anything as a listener to continue to receive the podcast. It all should uh, auto magically happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> And if it does, it's your fault, Mike. No, yeah, no. yeah, it's my fault. I'm, I'm the tech guy over here, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, got a, I think Stitcher you have to do manually. Uh, iTunes will happen automatically. Uh, you, are, you guys are uh, at the network level are on uh, iHeartRadio and Spreaker. We are on Spreaker, and we'll be adding you to that. We'll get you over into uh, iHeartRadio. Okay, very and, good. Uh, and some of the other uh, areas that uh, that all of our shows are in, and uh, certainly uh, you'll be added to our artist page in iTunes. And once we get things figured out, you'll also be in our podcast app. Very good. Yeah, we're uh, that was one of the things we have to work out yet, uh, <laughs> as far as how that's all going to work. But uh, we'll get it figured out. But uh, just I'm just happy to. Uh, uh, be, be becoming part of the network with uh, episode 50 here. Well, and we're excited too, Mike, because, uh, you know, we've also had shows come and go, and there's so many reasons for that. And uh, to be honest with you, not to call you fresh blood, but it's it's good to get fresh blood in once in a while because even on our side, sometimes we get a little complacent. We uh, perhaps don't come up with new ideas. Uh, so it, it's always good to, um, you know, kind of, Turn the oatmeal up uh, and let that butter rise to the top. Right, right. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, having some other content to uh, to uh, promote and all that stuff with the network. And and just go back a little bit. Uh, you and I met. I want to say what was it three four years ago at some conference, and then I think we worked together at CES at least one year. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually when Blog World at that time was in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Um, I a, I believe that's that would have been two thousand seven for me. Something like that. <laughs> so I think. anyway, yeah, that's how we met, and then we did CES together, and then from then on, certainly we've stayed in contact, um, mainly through Tech Podcast Network, but also on the side too. Right, right. And uh, we, you and I also have something else in common. Uh, we're both Air Force veterans. We are. I spent uh, 21 years in the Air Force, and um, uh, most most of the time still miss it, even though I've been out for like 23 years now. Yeah, but, I uh, got out about the same time you did, but I, I only had 10 years in. So, All right, well, I'll let you uh, get going here. I just wanted to... Do the, the official, I guess we'll call it this, the official announcement. Absolutely. And uh, once we get this released uh, throughout social land, we'll, we'll make the announcement and 
have a big celebration. I'm really looking forward to it, Mike. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. And uh, of course, we got some more details to uh, iron out. But uh, by the time you listen to this, everything should be just about where it needs to be. It better be. So you heard that right. I am taking podcast help desk and joining the Modern Life Podcast Network over there with uh, Steve and Dave and and the others. And you'll hear lots more about the uh, others and and Steve and Dave and and all that stuff over at the Modern Life Podcast Network dot com. So uh, looking forward to that. I have indeed decided that uh, yes, I am going to join them. So, uh, as I said in the uh, discussion with Steve, you won't have to worry about it. Uh, Wherever you're listening to it now, uh, it'll continue to work the way it does. So, the only other thing, I'm not going to do a blueberry tip of the week because uh, we took up that time with with Steve. I think uh, this week I'm just going to say, if you want to... Some of the best uh, podcast hosting and definitely the best uh, media statistics. And uh, you want to uh, check that out for a month free, use my promo code HELPDESK. HELPDESK, all one word, over at Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. It's Blueberry, no E's. And next week... I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but uh, that'll be the uh, first full show that's uh, part of the new network, and I might even do it live, or live to the hard drive, or who knows. So uh, until then, catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com, or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.